What's going on? Welcome back to another episode of the Arsenio Buck Perspective, man. I'm so grateful to be back here today. We're going to be talking about the more value plus scale equals more money. Now, remember, guys, I'm talking about this from a business perspective. I'm not talking about merely chasing money, all right? In my African-American community, as much as I love Eric Thomas, the hip-hop preacher, sometimes he talks about grind, 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 and working at a place that you really don't want to work at, where you're not able to scale. You're not able to scale an income statement. You're not able to scale a salary. You're not able to scale an hourly rate. There's no scaling behind that. You are working to help someone else achieve financial success while you're not looking out for your own. That's all that is. So when I talk about pumping in the value plus scale equals more money, what do I mean by that? Well, how could I have scaled my online teaching business even more? I was sitting down in my living room as this big ass storm was approaching about three weeks ago. And I said, you know, let me do a little bit of research into this whole Zoom webinar thing. And so I did. And guess what? I hosted a couple of webinars. Today, right now, I have a big webinar with a Brazilian girl who I had already spoken to about a general English uh, project who knows if she'll buy anything and a student who's already interested in learning IELTS. But my goal is for this student not to pay directly through my company. I want her to pay through me because I'm deserving of the money and not my company. They have done nothing for me. My goal is for her not to buy anything. It was kind of like the email that I received and it was from one of my previous students and he did not get the desired score. And I'm like, I have a membership that will help you with this. He's like, oh, I talked to one of the teachers and I'm probably gonna uh, buy, you know, buy more, uh, another course with EduFirst. And I'm like, oh my God, did you not get the tip that I was trying to give you? Now, I th believe that the company is supplying him with the money. So that's why he needs it as a tax write-off. But me, my goal is like, dude, don't pay them, pay me directly, this is online. Unless we're doing on site, I would never try stealing a client, you know, not, not stealing, but I would never try convincing a client to pay me outside if he, if I, if he's learning with me, you know, at, um, what is it, at a different location, no way. I would say just come back here, but just know that I'm only here on a limited basis. That's all I'm saying. But my goal is to scale. And with webinars, I brought that Filipino girl on Jackie towards the end of the webinar. I said, what do you think about this? She said, I need to learn more with you. She's like, uh, what about the coaching hours? Da, 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 da. She bought a package of five. After that, she bought another package of two. Guys, I made $200 just like that because I created a webinar. And that webinar ended up helping me and sustaining my online business in general. No, like I was able to use it as bait and a bait mechanism to show these people, hey, you could buy this. Yes, you. You can buy this. And when you buy this $5 little webinar, my goal is to pump in so much content as a funnel that they're at the end of the uh, webinar, they're like, oh my God, I need you. Okay, how much? I'm good. Let's go. And that's what's so exciting about, obviously, you know, webinars and the different ways that I could scale the business. The course and the courses were a perfect way to scale my business.
Brazilian guy just buying my courses just like that. Me getting, obviously, the Mexican girl, not exactly sure if she's going to be doing, you know, TOEFL coaching and stuff, but we're just going to wait until that, be, you know, is seen. But it's all about scaling. And if you want to make more money, you have to ask yourself how you're going to bring more value and what you can do to scale that value. Remember, my only thing I had a year ago was coaching. Then I tried using Patreon, which really fucking sucked in terms of memberships. So I needed to find another place where I could say, you know what? I need to do memberships, okay? But it needs to be better. And then I got two dentists just like that. Then I said, I need to create courses. People are not looking for online coaching with this. They want courses. How can I go about that? And so I ended up creating courses. And then I said, webinars. Ooh, that might be a very good funnel. If I could get a lot of people to join my webinars, regardless if there's like three or five people, if I could get one to convert into a client, that's another scale. So this will ultimately bring in more money. And not only that, but a contribution to what you have. And so again, much of the time, the question to scale in, normally just comes down to what you're providing online. What are you adding to the digital marketplace to grow your business? TOEFL ITP, there's nothing online, nothing whatsoever. TOEFL IBT, there's only just a bunch of heavy hitters that do not respond to anyone and they got these big conglomerate companies and you'll never be able to learn with them. You need something more on a personal basis. IELTS, obviously, there's a bunch of different people out there and me, I'm just like, okay, well, let me just cut up some of this, post this in regards to like digital content, post this everywhere and see if I get any responses. You see what I mean? So how can I serve more people? I looked into different outlets. How can I enable my service and revenue to scale? And so a lot of structure and scalability, like tactics, it all comes down to what you're doing online. In order to enable your business revenue to scale, you need to incorporate digital tools. That's all there is to it. And so when we look at this, pay is based on positioning plus performance, right? So what if you work in a company as an employee and you are being paid for your value? How do you increase your value? Now, people base this on two things, positioning and performance. Right. And so what you guys are like, okay, what's position? Well, this comes down to your credibility and contrast into the market in, in the market. What makes you credible? Me, I have 300,000 podcast plays. Me, I have more than 1500 videos on YouTube. Me, I have 1,100 subscribers on YouTube. And I'm one of the biggest heavy hitters in regards to the TOEFL ITP world on YouTube. Me, I have a ridiculous amount of videos and a ridiculous amount of content across my social media platforms. So I researched everything well to position myself in a way that no one else had positioned in. TOEFL wasn't huge in podcast form until people started looking me up last year. ITP wasn't huge in podcast form. And it definitely wasn't huge on YouTube because the majority of the TOEFL ITP podcasts on YouTube, it's all Thai people, all Thai people, and they all speak Thai. It's not relatable whatsoever. So people are looking for someone who is consistent with posting TOEFL ITP stuff. And so that's when I came into the game. So I did the work, 
got the knowledge. It took me a while. That's probably what all those tests I had to take last year before. I had to figure out exactly, okay, I got to take all these tests. Why do I need to take all these tests? Well, Arsenio, you should have took it as practice to build your own online business. And now looking back at that, I'm like, oh, I see. It wasn't, I was, I was looking at it from a scarcity mindset from their position where they were saying, oh, well, we just don't think you're good enough. You need to get the right score in, able, uh, you know, in order to work for us. Something some fucking ridiculous. I was taking it offensive, but I wasn't taking it as a scaling mechanism for me to start my own online business. You see, I was a fool. I was looking at it from a defensive rather than offensive. So again, looking at what you have going on, obviously going into performance, right? That has the power to dictate a lot what you are paid, right? It's about your ability to get things done and the results behind it. So the results, what does that mean? Well, now that I'm really messing with Canvas a lot, and I'm very excited about Canvas and what I got going on over there and posting the really awesome things and stuff. I told myself, I said, you know what? Okay, now that I have Canvas, what I need to do, I need to post more things on social media and broadcast a lot of this stuff a hell of a lot more, right? And so I started making like reviews as of yesterday. I started putting more things onto my Instagram. I started sharing it on my Facebook pages and stuff like that. And I'm using art that really captivates people and people have been commenting on, oh my God, how do you do that? Do you have someone that makes that for you? I'm like, no, actually I created that. And so now people are taking notice with that. Not only that, but when I start getting the results, the Peruvian dentist, the Venezuelan dentist, the Filipino pharmacist, and they get their desired score, I'm going to make a beautiful art and I'm gonna post it everywhere. And I'm gonna post it on Facebook pages everywhere. Those are results. So remember, you can be smart, well-researched, well-positioned like a lot of these Indian motherfuckers out there. No offense, no offense. I'm just saying, there's a lot of Indian scammers out there that are like, yeah, you can pay with me, but it's like, okay, where's your content? Okay, where's your website? Okay, where are your prices? Okay, where's this, where's that? But if you're not performing and you're not getting things done, Listen, you're not going to win. Even if you feel that you deserve it, you're not going to win. So a lot of Indians that come to me, they're like, oh, free shit, free shit, free shit. Motherfucker, do you even know who I am? No, get the fuck out of here. Go figure out who I am. And by the time you come back, I'm going to tell you to fuck off again. Because they're literally disrespecting me without even seeing the results that I've already gotten. So simply put, some people absolutely deserve pay but they're not even willing to work for it. So if you aren't being paid for the value, and again, what people believe you can bring to the table, you need to assess your performance and the integrity of your business, of the business, your employer, whatever it may be, and find out what that root cause is. So in the last one, and I'm going to top this one off, is all about the selling. And I'm not talking about hard selling. I'm not talking about what I talked, you know, what I told you guys two days ago on obviously the presentation and stuff like that. Um, it was it, well, what I'm telling you guys is from the simple fact that you have to come up with a perfect way to sell. Let me give you two, a tell of two tales. About a week to two weeks ago, I brought on the Venezuelan. We did a huge practice, but what I did. 
I knew that I was going to be able to sell to her. So I showed her my entire membership and what she was going to do from the moment she joined. She joined in less than like three minutes. Now, the first time I interviewed someone for, and this was the Brazilian girl, another, you know, another Brazilian girl, and she was interested in generally English classes and how I was going to incorporate everything. I feel like I could have done a little bit better. I don't know how. It'll all come to me later. But after that, she should have been able, okay, I would like to borrow, uh, buy a 10-hour package. However, she's like, oh, yeah, this is all very interesting, but I got to talk to my mom because the money, the money was never a problem to begin with because she already asked me. She said, oh, okay. Oh, okay. How much is it? Okay, no problem. But then all of a sudden, money's an issue. Why? Because I didn't execute on the selling. So I need to figure out, go back in the lab and say, you know what? How am I going to go about selling this? So here we go. If we look at this, if you're not, if you're not comfortable, and I, I didn't hard sell whatsoever because I said, I'm giving you a free coaching hour for about 40 minutes. And then after that, I'm going to show you some things that could be a benefit to you. Okay. Come up with a customizable plan. And after that, it's all about you. You should be able to say, okay, when do I start? Jackie and that one hour in the webinar, 55 minutes left, or I think it was just after an hour. She's like, okay, I need help by you. When do I start? How do I pay? PayPal? Okay. Send me the invoice. She bought just like that. 125, another 75 after that. Why? Because, why? because I gave her a ridiculous amount of contact, let alone she had, she uh, like, it was a $5 purchase for that webinar. She was interested. I don't know where she saw me, but she was super interested. Guess what? If she gets to 28, 29 in the speaking and she passes it and becomes a pharmacist, guess who else she's going to tell? Guess what I'm going to have in terms of proving my results? Now, going back to selling, you need to figure out what is wrong with you in regards to you might not being able to sell, right? So if you're not comfortable with selling, explore the idea why. It's kind of like the idea of money. Many people feel uncomfortable with selling. So there are two arenas, okay? Can and together be two aspects. So selling is not a bad thing. Selling is about persuading or influencing someone that benefits outweighs the costs. What does that mean? I influence someone by saying, listen, I think if you do this and this and this and this and this, the benefits of this is way bigger than $50. Now, people who believe that hard selling, like obviously the Indians, the Indian market is very, very toxic, right? So they're like, oh, no, I don't want to buy anything. I don't want to buy anything because they always live in a scarcity mindset. That's why it's one of the poorest countries in the world and it always will be because they have a taker's mindset. You see what I mean? So selling is about influencing, okay? Not persuading. Indians believe that it's about persuading. Everyone else would be like, okay, how can you help me get here? And if you could do that by influence, you win, right? We've all been sold something before, more times than not, okay? We've also been sold things that may be able to enhance our life and things that haven't been able to enhance our life, like somebody just trying to make a real quick buck. So if we look at intrinsic and extrinsic beliefs, right? These are the two types of benefits. Intrinsic beliefs are the personal benefits, meaning satisfaction and personal passion. The extrinsic benefits are tangible, money, fame, power, celebrity, use, utilitarian stuff, right? So extrinsic is money, 
But intrinsic, like the presentation, right? The only thing I got from that, pres that presentation, the benefit would be the money. There were no personal benefits from that presentation. There was no mean, there was no satisfaction. There was no personal passion from that. And this is why it was easier for me to just say, you know what, uh, I'm good. So if you become away and if someone approaches you and they're interested in something you have, Although you already know, oh, hell yeah, I'm going to be able to sell. No, don't look at it like that. Look at it as a way of how can I help this person? When the Venezuelan dentist said, oh, my God, I really need your help. You know, okay, how much is this or that? I said, let me get on a free coaching call with you. And then I'm going to walk you through it and then we'll go from there. I'm going to sell her way more because then she sees my credibility, the four cores of credibility, right? My integrity, the capabilities, the results, the intent. The intent's the most important thing. Because when you're coming from a place where you're not trying to hard sell and you're trying to influence, you're establishing intent. And when you establish intent, that goes straight into the integrity of what you are. And then after the integrity, it's like, okay, after the integrity, what are your capabilities? And if you get the results by seeing how I do things and how I coach you, the benefits, there are, there are no costs. All she sees is benefits. And then when she gets that score, she's like, now I understand what happened. Now I understand how great you are. That's what it comes down to, people. And so what we're going to do in the next podcast is we're going to be doing those sentence completions. Okay, this is going to be really, really good in regards to like money, going over all these different questions. You guys know I love doing these types of questions, right? So in saying that, guys, I really hope that you enjoyed this podcast if you like to share it share it and if you shared it that means you liked it that means thank you so so much and until then you guys better stay tuned for more over and out